Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. For some fun. Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working nine to Good morning, Tallahassee. It's Patty Wilson in Patty's Playhouse. Yay! It's a big Saturday. It's a big Rainy Saturday. Saturday. Very rainy. Stay safe. I'm Patty Wilson. That's Scott Coward. I'm back. He is. <laughs> he hasn't left, really. really. You've never left. <laughs> Not yet. No. <laughs> Still here. Nope. So happy Saturday, everybody. Of right. course, it's a rainy Saturday. There's supposed to be arts in the park this weekend. But it's been nice overall this yeah, week. Yeah, it's delicious. And just think about tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be better. Yeah, Sunday will be, be like in the 80s. Yes. But during the week, I mean, it's just chill. It's no, nice. very this low humidity. Beautiful weather. Unbelievable for late part of April. For sure. Very. No doubt. And there's a cold front going up north, so yes. I think it won't be too hot here. Hope not. My family in Louisville, Kentucky, had snow, snow. Mm-hmm. had snow on Wednesday. Golf courses were closed. It's so weird. Sorry, Louis. Very weird. Yeah. It, does very, seem... it was a pretty dusting, though. It wasn't too much, but it was very pretty. It'd be nice to have some snow. Yeah. So we have a little radio show once a week, Saturdays, to talk about real estate. So if anybody ever has any questions, Amongst other things. message us. You can call us 850 656 0009. We have websites, com. It's a little website. We have homes to sell. We have. Uh, Four six seven eight. I just love the n- number on that house. So easy to remember. It is a good one. Four six seven eight High Grove. 
yes. coming up. Getting ready next Friday. It will be available on the 30th. Yeah. It's 2,100 plus square feet, two-story, all bedrooms up, four-bedroom, three-bath. And what is, I love the curb appeal of this house, but what's so spectacular is that backyard. Yes. The backside. It's really a beautiful backyard. It's a it's a great opportunity for a family, a younger family, mm-hmm. or somebody that wants to be in High Grove, which is a great area, great school. Triangular lot, and it's priced at 339 Correct. So, but all bedrooms are up, but there is one um, down, one bath down, which is nice, which most two stories, if all bedrooms up, they're going to have some sort of bath down, but it, it's prepared to make your footprint. I mean, you could gut that thing and put a bedroom down if you wanted to. Easily. Yeah. That would be my recommendation for someone. Especially- garage is big. You can close a garage and add a carport on. There's a lot of opportunity in this house Yeah, at a great price. Nice and a nice size lot. It well, is. So. It's triangular lot. It has that wide, expansive front. I love, it really does. I really love that circular yard. Circular drive plus a driveway. Who doesn't love mm-hmm. a circular drive, yeah. especially as a realtor? It's safety wise. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's just get easy, in easy breezy. I know. And then we've so got uh, eighteen twenty four Atlantis that is available. Yep. Was well, yeah, it's a first right of refusal, so right. we can still take showings on that. Correct. And then we have a coming soon. Should be ready. It's in Kalorn uh, Lakes. Where is that one going to be ready? It will be ready, hopefully, next Friday. And that is 10502 Winter's Run. So it's in the back end of Kalorn uh, Lakes. Lakes. And it is a, f- it's a three-bedroom with an office, but easily converted into a four-bedroom. Correct. And it's a split floor plan, two bedrooms on one side, two bedrooms on the other. It's like the old Turner Sequoia kind of feel. If you know if you're a realtor, very large you know, master floor plans. Too. Yeah, very large master. It's nice. Updated kitchen. Walk in. It has a nice foyer, open dining room. Then there's a wall, big living room, big kitchen. The kitchen's getting some updates. So, so are, that's why so no are showings. The bathrooms and it's freshly painted on the outside. No showings until it's ready. Correct. We've had a ton of calls, but I'm same with everybody. It's Equal opportunity, Patty. That's what they call me. Let the market speak for itself. <laughs> yeah. That's no, how they're really not ready know. for it. They're going to edit some stuff down and start packing. Yeah, we started that today. Oh, nice. Yeah. We should talk about packing, like packing order. Because you had a, a couple times where people were like unloading everything out of the cabinets. Instead of packing, like getting the free stuff off. So if you remove stuff from the cabinets. Yeah, the, the only reason I would say to get involved in cabinets, closets, et cetera, not that they shouldn't look tidy, but if you are trying to pack them with the exception of needing the space for things that are maybe out in the open, mm-hmm. then I would focus on that first. Because from a showing perspective, especially for picture purposes and... What's in the cabinet doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, it's in the cabinet. It, it will be... It will be no one will know Mm-mm. unless they open it up. So it should still be tidy, but it, you don't need to clear all that out. Mm-mm. But everything that's out in the open certainly has to so be. So what are we going to talk about today? I don't I'm know. lower than you. My chair's lower than you. It's feeling odd to me. This but I'm the, happy. Somebody's brought the old chair back in. I just noticed that. Oh. So we have the old chair. I think they didn't move it. We from... brought in new chairs the other day. Uh, and now they have another the old chair. Inch. I think there might be a little chair beef going on, right. man. Some little chair beef. Yep. That person might not want to sit in the new chairs. Oh. Well, I don't care because my <laughs> ribs still hurt, so I got on this chair easily. I was like, well, when these nervous. chairs go missing, they will have to sit in something. <laughs> <laughs> we 
We just take them, put them in the back of Patty's but truck. But you're right. I, you do sit up higher. I was like, why am I higher? But that's why. You're on the wooden chair? Yeah. The old painful Very. hemorrhoid producing wooden chair. Well, I don't know about that part. Well, but yeah. I do for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm a girl. Speak for it's yourself. <laughs> I did. Clearly. I no, did. I'm in the, oh, I'm, there's I'm, a little skirt down here I didn't know. I'm like I'm kicking my feet up. the non-hemorrhoid section. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> that would be rough. It's age. You know? Yeah. <laughs> You gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> it's life. Everyone's giggling because they know it's true. Well, mm-hmm. I'm not giggling because like I Catholic don't know Church it yet. over on that side, you know, yeah. it's all painful. Baptists yeah. had the cushions in the church. Catholics don't have that. No, and don't go to Catholic Easter or Christmas. <laughs> well, you'll you're be standing, in a in a, or standing or sitting in a folding standing. chair. <laughs> I'm usually with no parking back. space because yeah. of all the C and E's. It's yeah. rough. But anyway, I digress. What are we going to talk about today? Well, we could talk about Tallahassee, like our show says that we should (laughs) be doing. We could talk about the market, which is really tight right now. Yeah. I looked. 292 homes for sale. Yeah, there's not a lot. That's down from like like when I made that announcement about 315, 292. And there's a lot of new construction. You take new construction out. That's the challenge. It's like 245. And then we were looking. And we have like we six were, of them. We were looking in the zip code too. For one, there was like mm-hmm. five homes, and we had two of them. I was looking the, for comparables. And they're both coming soon for High Grove. And if you look in, really if you're a realtor, any. you just like whatever realtor.com or HomeSnap, which I always love HomeSnap. Put in the zip code. Put in fifteen hundred square feet to twenty five hundred square feet. There were five. In three two three one two, we have two of two, them, and they're, and they're both soon. coming soon. Yeah, so, so there's three. If you're looking to move in three two three one two. Call us. Yeah, it's pretty sure we can. That's help for you. detached single family. There's right. nothing. I didn't even put price in because I wanted to make sure our price was still. I check like daily. I want to make sure the price was still where I thought it should be. Right. And it is. I mean, it's easily. That's so hard because one came up for sale in my neighborhood, and I looked at it today, and it's over five hundred thousand, and I'm just shocked. I mean, it's, well, and, but, it's, and there's nothing available. Yeah, so there's nothing. So I, it'd I be really know. hard as an appraiser right now, honestly. I mean, I don't know how you do it daily. I mean, oh, we look every a couple I mean, hours. I know, but I it just keeps going. Like for, since I bought like less than a year ago, it's crazy to me. Absolutely insane. But you could sell your house, but then where are you going to go? Tallahassee you, reports. You'd have to spend it. Tallahassee reports, which has a show. Steve Stewart mm-hmm. is a host here on Real Talk. Every what is it, Tuesday and Thursday at 11, 11 to 12, I think. And he was talking about uh, there's 24% increase year over year from March to last year. 24.4% increase in homes being sold. Gracious. Well. So it's not just the lower inventory. It's the, that's driven by rates. And, and the resale values are going to continue to go up because, quite frankly, when you look at the price of new construction, which is really the comparable where most start, there's just no way that you're not going to see a similar increase. I mean, we were, I think, a couple of weeks ago talking about there had been a 16% increase in six months, I mean, price-wise. In the wood. But, right. I mean, it's just crazy to me. I saw a house. Was it, it was here in town, and it had a massive pergola. Like, massive. Like, it was... It was kind of like dome shit. And I was like, dude, you should take that apart and <laughs> right? sell that wood. It's just, And I think that's what's going to happen is people are going to start taking whatever they put up with the wood, they're going to take and reuse the wood. 
which is smart. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. At this point, for sure. But that pergola, uh, but as an appraiser, that pergola really doesn't add that much value, but the cost to build one is, and, and that's what people don't get. They think price is value, and price is not value. No. It's not. No. It's not recognized, pergola. But it was huge. It was like it was like two car garage pergola. Gracious. Like that's like copper. Turn that into a great garage. <laughs> so this song's by Inez and, and uh, Charlie Fox. It's the original Mockingbird. Fox double X Fox. Double X Fox. Patty Wilson to Patty's Playhouse. Stick with us. We're talking real estate. Welcome back, Patty Wilson. Patty's Playhouse. 850-656-0009. It's just us today, Patty and Scott. We sell houses. Do you have any questions about value or how you should decorate a home or paint selection, which should be your number one priority when you go to sell your house? Give us a call. 850-656-0009. Patty and Scott. We're on Facebook. So Bobby's going to give us, we, a couple weeks ago, we did a little improv thing, and I got a great response. Like I was like, ah. So we got great reviews on it. What's our improv question? All right. So um, it's called Five Things, um, but you guys can come up with your own Patty's Playhouse name if you want. That's just the general Five name Things works. Okay, I like six because cool. I don't like odd numbers and oh, things. Oh, you want to like, do six? I like six. Okay. Well, six. We'll do six. Um, now, when you asked me to come up with one, I told you I had one. Uh, and I actually just thought of this when you said it just now. <laughs> okay, what is so, it? So, um, give me six things that y- your kids or your grandkids have uh, taught you about real estate. Maybe not taught oh. you, but like something they've done that's helped you learn. You know how to like. That is navigate a really real good estate. question. That is deep. Go ahead. <laughs> you go first. Well, I mean, number one, <laughs> kids teach you how to keep your stuff together because homes when you're selling them they need to be put together even if even if you have kids so keeping up with that i think is important it's kind of like deferred maintenance don't have it like as it pertains to your home having even those little vignettes of whether it be toys or otherwise but just keeping it concise kind of clean edited when you're showing your home that's a good one all right you got five more so in my case, I think of my children growing up, and we have a very small house. It's only like 1,200 square feet. And I, you don't know how your home affects your children until they're older. I mean, you just don't have no idea. So I always think, I should have had a bigger house. I should have had a bigger house, blah, blah, blah. But my kids, like, they teach you that that's not necessary. Big isn't always better. You know, they teach you along the way with their little bit of, little bit of anecdotes, like, that small is okay. Yeah, they don't. And they really don't need everything me, you want for them. No, they don't. I think that's the best way to put it. They don't need all that stuff. They just needed your time or your energy and talent. And my kids taught me that. That it was reaffirming to me on a personal level. That's an excellent one too. All right, y'all are on a roll. That's two. We got mm-hmm. four more. Uh, 
well, I think also my kids taught me not to paint rooms all different colors because <laughs> they all wanted, you know, per- personalized rooms. And I learned through my first home um, not to do that because then I went to sell it and I had to paint them all. What um, color are the rooms they have? One or yellow, one pink, which, and I'm oh, not a yellow boy, fan. Yeah, yeah it, and the other was blue. So it just wasn't, it doesn't translate well in pictures. And I, it was interesting because my child, my middle one is, graduating and moving to Tampa and she sent me uh, a room that she likes and it wasn't the walls but the bed was like a velvet green which I love Mm -hmm. it's that emerald color green but I said no to the bed we'll find furnishings because once you buy a bed you have to replace the bed so you buy things that you can change around so you play around with colors not in the walls not in big pieces of or the expensive stuff you do it with furnishings pillows um, sheets, et cetera. So I learned not to do that. And so I, and I encourage those that, you know, list with us to also not do that in, in terms of painting wall colors, all different ones. It just doesn't look good in pictures. It doesn't flow at all. all no. Right. That is three. You guys got three more. So I would say my daughter's looking for a home now, kind of stepping back because of the frenzy of housing. And she has a place to live. She has a lease. And I like how she is, I was not patient when buying a home. I was like, I knew that the market was about to shift. So I was like, either we get in right now or we'll be priced out of it, which was true. And we're still in the same house. But she is patient in the fact of, I'm not going to be caught up in that frenzy, even though she really wants a home. And she is really, I admire it because that's not her personality. But she's comfortable where they at where they're at in their stage with her family and she's doing okay with it. Cause I told her, sit down, you got a VA loan. You got to sit down and sit back. And she's taking that advice. So it's not everyone would, they would go ahead and be like, screw you mom. I'm going to do what I want. But she really is listening and she has listened over the 17 years, good. 18 years now. So it's a good one. These are, I didn't expect it. Like, this is really good. Honestly, this is really <laughs> great information. <laughs> good. All right, you got two more. Um, if you want me to give you a recap, I will. But you guys got two yeah, more. Yeah, give a recap because it's right, so listeners. All right, so Scott's first one, number one, was that um, you said that things have to, like, fit. You know, you have to make sure that it, 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 it's organized and it's in a, a, a nice space. That was a great one. Uh, then Patty. You went with, um, what was your first one? I talked about having a smaller house. You always think yeah. you should have bigger, 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 but the kids yeah. are like, they're gone now, and, and the how, they're like, like small is fine. And how they teach you, you know, like like what you thought that it would be like, you're like, oh, well, they don't even care about that. Um, and then, Scott, yours was also good about the coloring. and not, You can't just, you know, give them, it's nice, like a family house. Like I see TV all the time where everyone has their own color rooms and stuff mm. like that, and it looks dope on television, but in y'all's line of work, I guess it's, more work for it's y'all. It's great to live in, yeah. But when you go to sell, sell it, it right. you gotta you gotta prepare the home for the masses. The more you nicheify your house, nicheify. I think you got nicheify your house. The harder it is to sell it. The pool of buyers is not the, the buyer same. funnel people yeah. talk about. It's very challenging. And then Patty, your fourth one was uh, Molly teaching you about patience. Patience. Uh, and, She's and being very houses. patient. That's not her personality. She's very gregarious. Like, but she is really like, we're just going to keep saving and the right one will come along. And I was like, 
God, my kids listen. That's great. So I'm just proud of them. All right, y'all have two more. Patty, real quick, if you oh. pull out another word like that. Uh, Nichify? Yeah, and, and gregarious. I'm going gregarious? to have to give well, you a round of applause. Well, Nichify I made up, oh. so that's not a real word. <laughs> I'm over here thinking that was real. <laughs> no. I backed you on the I air. Completely... I'm like, yeah, you're right. No. Oh, is that why you said it was <laughs> yes. right? I just want to make sure they the said it was The Urban Dictionary may have it. Like, I just made it up today. All right, you guys got two more. So you go. Uh, I would say the probably the largest thing that kids taught me that I use in real estate is having three kids. I know what to look for for other people. I know what they're looking for. I know Talk how it mind. works. I know that um, when people and back to Patty's first one, a lot of people think that they need you know five bedrooms because they have five kids. And I think to her point, it's really the togetherness. So sometimes putting two in a room is okay. You know, it just depends on what age they are, et cetera. But it teaches you a lot of how to help other people that have kids. So I would say that's probably the best thing that they've taught me. All right. And Patty, the last one is on you. Lucky number six. Well, that even would be number hard because I would have thought of that one. I don't know if I have another one that they've taught me. You could freestyle with the last one if you need to. Well, I will go to appraising. That they sometimes when I question... So appraising is about value, right? But we derive value. We don't apply value. But I don't know every value of everything. We have to use paired sales. But when you talk to folks in another generation and hear about what's important to them in a home, that changes how I think about a house and how it functions. Because yeah. that's always my first question. How do you live? Because maybe that wasn't what you or... or yeah, or I'm when, 54. When I'm wearing the high top, tight, skinny jeans. Like, I'm not... <laughs> in that generation so being having that access to people younger than myself to say no mom this is the trend this is what's important like having a work flex space not necessarily a drop-off space to throw your crap down but having that work like make it more functional drop off and a table okay. which scott can create with furnishings instead of square footage all right. right. Well, that makes yeah, sense. absolutely. And um, that was uh, that was six things. Those yeah. were, you guys killed that. That was honestly a great. Uh, I learned good. a lot. I don't even have kids, and I just <laughs> I just thought of the question. Well, now you know what to do <laughs> <laughs> and how to talk to your kids. But right. that is important because if you're looking at a house and you're like, I'd love to move, I can't really find anything. Having a Scott like we have, the blessing of having that is he can use that furnishings to give you the flex space in that square footage before you decide to spend another $100,000 to get 250 square feet. Right. So some people, and, and yes, I'm a salesperson first, but sometimes it's just right to stay. It just is. And he can help you flow that and change the scale of your furniture. And then you're like, oh, I had no idea. And I go back to Liz Tavares' house that we had. I mean, that was such a great example of, Changing how the furnishings lie, and there was so much more availability in her square footage. It was only 1,800 square feet, but he had like six kind of rooms going on in there. It was very good. It was a very good it use was, of that. It was just editing what she already had and taking some of it out and creating different, I call them vignettes, but different spaces within. But I would think Shannon Lakes was probably the first one that I did mm -hmm. where I took down a wall and created not in the kitchen proper, but a that flex room cat. right outside of it that would allow for kids to do homework, um, also eat, watch TV. So you don't have to have a TV in your kitchen, but you also have a space there. This song makes me spontaneous. I cry. Goodness. And yet I still Here play we go. it. It's Bee Gees. It's Barry Gibb and Dolly singing words. It's just absolutely beautiful.
Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Stick with us. This world has lost its glory. Let's start a brand new story now, my love. Right now. I already know just what I like. Welcome back. It's Patty Wilson in Patty's Playhouse with Scott Cowart. We don't have a guest today, so we're just talking. Last just segment, we were house. doing six things. So Bobby, our producer, Bobby Brown, our producer, throws out a question, and we have to answer it. And we don't know the question beforehand. I just literally asked him like two minutes before the show started for a question. So he came up with this a good one. Thank you. I'm glad that that was, was good. good. I, that was I, a good one. I had to up, think it was very deep. It was a good question. I literally thought of that when you said it's time to go. I thought you forgot when you started the show. <laughs> so I was like, oh, she's not going to ask me. And then no. I was like, oh, crap. All right. Let me think. No, it was a great question. It was very deep. I was like, hmm. I didn't expect it to get that deep, but it was like a deep question. I thought question, it was a deep you know? question. I like, thinking, what do you learn? Yeah. I thought y'all would say like, oh, like, I don't know kids stub their toe on low counters or something like i don't know oh you thought it was gonna be more like like structural you know oh. safety safety yeah i'm not a safety girl <laughs> okay as we can all tell because i'm sitting here with a broken rib well but, <laughs> i certainly am not the safety guy because i will go with aesthetics over <laughs> over anything i like comfort so, comfort is comfort is overrated <laughs> is what it is and everybody needs to catch on i went into turner's bless their hearts so i go to turner's because i was gonna give my son James, my sofa. Mm -hmm. It's a leather reclining with power to it. Mm. <laughs> but it's not overstuffed. It's, I just don't like the color. Very hot in here. It, my, my walls are Revere Pewter, and it's kind of a mushroomy color. There's no pop. There's no nothing. There's And that wall is probably going to go down when we do our kitchen, when the cabinets aren't $4,000 a piece. It's hard to put pillows on a reclining. Oh, it's not. Yeah, but it, you can. I mean, it's not like that overstuffed stuff. Yeah, but it's still it's still it's low. more form over yeah. I mean function over form. So it's harder to So I go to Turner's and everything's Graham Brown. Mm. Everything. And poor guy. But they change out pillows. You can order different I don't want it. I want like a, a cognac color. They had one, but it was so uncomfortable. Well, so is that, does it have to be leather? I like leather. So I can wipe it down and I don't have to worry about it. I'm sloppy. Mm. Fair play. But I do like, I was like the Wayfair. The Wayfair has like a brick orange color. Oh. Wayfair days are coming up, the 28th and 29th. Well, it's like 10 months to get the sofa. Yeah, well, that's anywhere. <laughs> I mean, well, not if you're buying there, like off the floor, it wasn't. I don't even think they're selling. I mean, my dad's furniture store are not even selling off the floor because they can't get another one to, to then sell it. other ones. Hmm. But I like that cognac leather. Just some color. Just color. But everything's brown and beige. I'm like, is everything brown and beige here? He's like, yes. <laughs> He's like, you can go to Lazy Boy and get like print fabric. I'm like, I don't want print. Funny you should mention, because I was scrolling through the MLS today, and I came across like three houses, and you can pick out those Lazy Boy prints. In, oh, everywhere. I, I mean, I can boom, boom, boom. Because <laughs> give it a little time. It really does not get better. Yeah, I don't want a print. It's, just, it's like the, not unless I found a used sofa like one we have. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. some prints One of those are, are cute. Some prints are actually... If I found a used sofa, which I may just do. Quite nice. But you can get something... Like, my couch is relatively new from Turner's, but mm. um, I bought one where I picked out the fabric that I wanted and pillows that I wanted. And yeah, yours is nice. It's like a tweed. That's what it reminds me of. It's like it's a that tweed. that nubby tweed that Which reminds like. me of, like, the 60s. Mm. So, but it's, so it's not as solid. And then you get pillows, which are not solid, but not big prints. It's just a way that you can kind of mix things up. I mean, honestly, like I have my TV room. Chris has his TV room. We don't even use the living room. Well, we have that flex space downstairs. You do I don't have, even know what it's, it's called. What a is, rec room. Right. We have a rec room. Which <laughs> Scott's is like, not a rec. I'm never calling it a rec room. It, it is a rec room. So we have that too. We don't really use it. But it's nice. I think we might use it this summer because it will be cooler downstairs than upstairs. But now that we have that whole house dehumidifier, it should be just fine. <laughs> Change your life. Right. I mean, it's. I didn't even go with that. I just have a humidistat in my thermostat and that changes everything. Yeah, this one has a separate thermostat for it. Mm, it's nice. And you can set it kind of like your portable one. Mm -hmm. I mean, not yours, but anybody's where you set it. But what High, want. low. Yeah, because you can have the humidity be 40, 50. Nice. I can always tell when it's down too low because Jeff starts scratching his skin. Oh, yeah, because you get Because it dry. dries out. Which it's like... I'm going to Pennsylvania to bury my mother in May, and I'm like, I am prepared, going prepared for the scaling. Yeah. Growing up in Florida, I always wondered why there were so many commercials for lotions. And then you go up north or to Las Vegas, and you're like, wow, like, can I get another jug of that? Cause and how do you, you feel when you go into down. a furniture, furniture store? I know. I'm like, I like color. I, my truck's blue. I don't want white, gray, black. I, I just need some color in my life. I only wear black and purple. My closet looks like a bruise. So does mine. Navy, I mean, navy, purple, me. green, black. Black and white. Pretty much. Same. I, how do I feel when I go into yeah, a Yeah, and you store? see everything is brown and gray and, and I beige. Well, I'm typically shopping for myself or for someone, and I'm normally looking for what I think is missing or what would make the space feel the way that they, the way that I think that they would want it to feel. So you don't care if it's black and gray and well, I don't mind. I like black, but gray and brown and I mean, it's not like, it's not that I don't care. It's that I typically I don't like anything that's just flat, which most leather is flat. But you can mm. get very nice leather, but it's very expensive. Um, so if you went and did that, that's all well and good and great. However, I think it really needs to feel more warm and cozy, not so sterile. So that's where I think a throw pillows really bring that all together not that desk where the tv sits on mm -hmm. I, sh I showed you i was like so proud of myself that it's like a student desk but it's mid-century it's really pretty wood and i had an old tall wire basket it's probably like two and a half feet tall and i put my throws in and hid those wires that you don't like yeah that's a good good move wires are not your friend no so and it's not a basket up against outlets it's it's no, wire it, i mean i have put a basket over mm -hmm. outlets quite frankly back to Liz's Same house idea, where yeah. they were like, where is the router? That would be under basket number one <laughs> as you walk in Hide the Hide that stuff. Yeah, I mean, it looks good. It it works and it's fine inexpensive. that way. It's just a way that you can do that type of stuff without, you know, hire an electrician to come in and it's no different i know it's bad probably a bad example but it's no different than you're just living and you're aging 
and you're aging, and then your husband has ear hair. Like, he doesn't even realize he has ear hair. Like, your wires around your house, that's yeah. ear hair. Like, you're not even realizing it until someone's yeah. like, oh, my God. Until somebody sees your pictures. <laughs> until Patty's like, I don't understand. There's so <laughs> many TVs now that are hung on a wall. With wires hanging it down. It just drives me bananas. Like, how do you? I wouldn't be able Unplug to watch the it. TV. Unplug the TV. For certain, if you're taking the pictures, but just as a general rule, I mean, no. Mm-mm. I don't like it. They have this little fish thing where you can, like, fish tape, mm-hmm. where you could tape the wire and fish it out. To what I don't recommend is the commercial use of those things that you can um, use that scotch double-sided <gasps> tape and they put it on the wall and they run the wires through as if you can't see that as well because you can. <laughs> have you seen that commercial for that stuff? Yes, I have. Do you it think it works? It doesn't. None of that stuff. They're hanging stuff on a brick wall and they're like, it doesn't Listen, hurt we were, anything. We were showing a million dollar home the other day and in the bathroom, they had those command hooks up. Now... Now, granted, they were the silver ones. Yeah. But there's there's still command hooks. I mean, there's, that is a great bathroom. It really was. And then yet, command hooks. Like, stop already. Get yourself a real hook. It's not that hard. <laughs> I just, I don't know why people do it. I can't answer that. Ease. But I don't like it. Ease. And they think that when they pull that thing off, it's not going to hurt the wall. The com- and it does hurt okay. the wall. I've stop. It hurts the wall. I've taken so many of those off of walls and houses. I think I've had one where it didn't hurt the wall. I mean, it's you, such a lie. There's just no way to do that. Why did they get away with I that advertising? Because they have a wall that apparently does not adhere to glass. They're using glass. I've had a hard time getting off even like um, showers where they use the industrial mm-hmm. size. I mean, I don't. I don't know how you do that it. That 3M sticky stuff. It's tough. It's and hard. then you have that gunk behind it. Good luck getting that off. Dude, you know what I bought? As seen on TV. The little, the brushes that go on a drill. Yes. Because I have a white shower with gray grout, and it's, I don't want to use anything that would hurt the grout, right? right. But that just, woo, two seconds, yeah. my tub is they, clean, they my shower is clean. Yeah, they sell one also where it's more than just the attachments. It's also the connector. Like you, it's just one piece, but you can replace the- Yeah, that's what I have. The, oh, I thought you said you put it on your drill. Yeah, it has, well, it has like a drill bit head. Yeah. And you just change it back. It comes with like six or they seven. They work of them. pretty well. It worked nice. I was like, sweet. Yes, yeah, for sure. Because my son was making fun of me because my rib hurt. And he's like, but you're cleaning your shower. <laughs> I was like, it with a drill. With a drill. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Stick with us. We have one more segment to go. 850 This is Patty's Playhouse. If you like podcasts, please download and subscribe our podcast and give it, throw me a five star. If you don't mind. I do count some. All five. All five. All five stars. Like, really? If you give me like three, it throws off my vibe. 
Yeah. Depressing. <laughs> Nobody wants Although, a star. I don't know if it's Bobby or what it is, but we had like 241 downloads this past week, which is the most I've ever had. Like two hundred and forty one downloads. I'm not even close in seven to that. days. I don't know if it was me. Is it, in seven days. Is it your team? Are they doing it? Well, <laughs> we really dropped. Team. Like I had a bunch last year. Like last it was like sky high. It was like thirteen thousand a month. It was like and then pandemic was like sunk. Yeah. It was like people aren't people are working on their houses. They're not listening to Patrick Everybody Playhouse. is working on their house. But it really sunk and now I'm seeing it go. I was like, oh, two hundred seventy four. Nice. By the end of this pandemic, no one should have deferred maintenance. Everybody has a new garage. Everybody's got a new roof. Everybody in my neighborhood is getting a new driveway. It's just crazy. Well, they're getting all those refis and cashing get, out. Yeah, I think what that's gonna exactly say? what's happening. I just thought of this as a question. Um, do you guys think that, like, like is your job going to be, like, like easier or harder or anything like positively affected after the pandemic like does everyone doing these renovations to their houses or whatever they're doing now well, it'll increase the value well, or or it, maintain it. it should well it depends let's on, just say it depends, it's not even increased depends on how you if did everyone it. is doing everything then the values are all equal if one person goes extraordinary they've lost money because you want to stick with the Joneses. You don't want to be better than the Joneses. You don't want the nicest house in the neighborhood. You don't want the biggest house in the neighborhood. Or the but you don't expensive. want the shittiest house in the neighborhood. Either. Yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> so that is where it is absolutely. So everyone's here at 300. I like to use 300. It's easy. So everyone's at 300,000. They all have newer driveways. So me, I'm the one. I got a broken driveway. So it's the cost of the driveway completely deducts on the value of your home is that is where the cost is the reduction so if i need a twenty five thousand dollar driveway to keep up with everything my house is now worth 275 but people will think my house is worth 300 it is not for everything deferred that you have not taken care of that all your neighbors have taken care of it is dollar for dollar loss it is never a dollar for dollar upwards ever does that make sense? Yes. I, okay. I, I thought my microphone was on. But yeah, yeah, that's what I was like. Um, that makes perfect sense. So if I have like oak nailed down hardwood floors and I pay $20,000 for said floors, but everyone else is putting vinyl in, all that the market cares about is the vinyl. Mine might be a nice to have. It might be a feature that sells faster. Yeah. But I'm not making $20,000 on my house because I put in $20,000 floor. Because yeah. the day after it's put in, it's now used, right? It's not new. It's used. Like the next day? The next day. It's now used. So people- But you don't live in it. Yeah. Then it's new. So people will buy a new house. And then there's a two-year-old house. And they're like, well, mine's two years old. It's worth as much as the new. No, it's not. Unless people are willing to pay over. Now, that may work this market. But well, they, not only, they, not only, they not only think that, they think that if I bought this house at this time two years ago and the houses are now selling for $50,000 more because of what they're putting into a house, that their house is now worth $50,000 more. It may be worth more, but you also have to take the deduction of you know the flooring, everything else that you would normally have to change, your roof, your ACs, all of that. Or there's the people that make the inside beautiful. Like you go up to New York State yeah. because the taxes are just outrageous. So the inside will be gorgeous, but the outside's falling apart. Mm -hmm. Here in Florida, that matters. 
Now, if we're walking around and seeing cracked stucco, a roof that's warped, shingles, that is an immediate deduction. I don't care how much your marble countertops are. If the bones aren't right, then that's a deduction on your start, appraisal. It all starts there. Good night. And people just don't get it. Like, they, I don't know. They, I don't know. I think people learn, like, hands-on. You know, they read. They're auditory. So you send this report out, this appraisal, and you, I, you try to be as plain-speaking as possible, but people just don't want to hear what you have to say. Well, they want they to want hear, to hear what they the want to hear. That they wanted to hear. So, I mean, I think that yeah, just... there was an instance a little while ago with a guest house. It was a detached guest house. So all everything that sold in the last year was attached, not detached. Mm. So I can't prove one way or the other that detached is worth more because there's just been nothing. Nothing. Zero. Zilch. Not a sale. So I checked in, like, can I write what I want to write in this appraisal? And they're like, yeah, write it. And I was like, okay. There are no sales, like very plain speaking. If if you borrower can find one, we will be happy to analyze. And I just put that in there, and, and they accepted it, and moved on. But it, it's like, how do you, how do you? I know what I want to say, and then transcribe it out to the general masses. The appraisal is not for really the general masses, and yeah. that's unfortunate for the appraisal foundation to have done this. Is that it's not. For the lay person to read. It's just, it is not. It's all in code. It's ridiculous for data mining. I mean, I've had people that even read it and there's typically two numbers on there that they're looking for, Mm -hmm. but they think there's one and one is usually off from the other. The cost. So they immediately go to that and freak out. When well, fact, now the cost to the, the cost is going to be much higher. I understand that, but in the times that this was happening, it was not. But the cost has to be these days for sure. So typically what uh, underwriters like to see going back to the appraiser, I am an appraiser, you'll see the sales approach, Mm -hmm. the um, income approach was if you have a rental, and then the cost approach. Well, the cost approach and the sales approach, underwriters want it to be somewhat similar. Not anymore. Because if that house burns down tomorrow, we have to put a figure in what would it be, what would it cost you to rebuild? Right. But I can't apply that sales approach and the cost approach and make them equal if I don't have a sale to support that cost approach. But the idea is not to make them equal. The idea is it's to tell the truth. Right. And, and in that, typically there's a variance. But if you are running up against a sales contract and one could be 5000 less than the other, but it actually appraises because of the sales approach. But when they were looking at the cost approach, it was lower. And so they would freak out and thinking, Oh my God! Because you know, they're they're using with, price per square foot, right? Well, normally and extrapolating it out, and that's what happened. I think because you don't get to talk to the borrower, right? So I think that was part of it. Was she was like, well, if my house is two thousand square feet, and this house, it was another one sold for twenty eight hundred square feet, but what she didn't get was she can't see it was like a twenty thousand uh, dollar concessions. Mm. So it sold for a little bit more than what hers was being appraised for, but. It had to be pointed out. This was not used because it had a twenty thousand dollar concession, which would have then deducted immediately off of yours. Right. So she would have been at two eighty if mm-hmm. we'd used that. Interesting. But it was like about how plain am I allowed to be? Underwriter said, "Be plain." Okay, so I'm going to be very plain. It sounds kind of rude to me, reading it. But them, they accepted it, and I was like, "Well, I think sometimes I want to write, dear borrower, to soften it up, and I'm not allowed, <laughs> dear borrower." I do think that that's what's happening with all of the remods and whatnot, though, is a lot of people are getting not only their COVID money or whatnot, but also um, 
going out and refinancing their home and doing all these improvements, but there's a lot of it going on. Well, you see new construction a on a little tiny house over in Summerfields, 225 square foot. And then the homeowners that live two blocks over was not new. They're like, well, my house is 224 square yeah, foot. It is close. not 224 square foot. I don't care what you do to it. You, you're not going to, it's not new. There's new and then there's resale and everything else. Right. A used home is a used home. Right. Unless sometimes unless with, you're with ours like, where we've really well unless you're in like three two three one two here in town where the schools are like then it may not matter but right. if you're on the outskirts of leon county or in jefferson we'll call our all the it's it does matter and we're also coming up into storm season soon enough I know, and so right? i'm seeing a lot of, we're having in one of our upcoming listings some trees taken out i'm seeing a lot of trees being taken out in the neighborhoods that we're normally in and Thank God. And I, some of it, I think, is because taking out trees is not an inexpensive proposition. But additionally, I think it's for the storms that are coming up as well as making improvements to their home. But the one that we're working on, I took out seven, eight trees. And my goodness, what a difference that made. It's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. And it was so, I, I videotaped the last tree. And it was fascinating to watch this guy. It is kind of Shimmy really up a tree, cool. shimmy down a tree, cut it, drop the I was like, oh, buttercup. We'll have to see if Chrome can I'm a come mom. on the show. I would love that. I would love that. I didn't want to interrupt them. They were due. Yeah. No, you don't want to interrupt them during that. I was not interrupting. They were Your looking tree. at my truck as I kept inching away from that tree. <laughs> I was like, dude, was just wielding that chainsaw. Like, a, oh, my goodness. Like they've done this before. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm a nurse and a mom. And, and I this can't. is why you shouldn't do it yourself. <laughs> no. Just say. No. No. You couldn't do these. I mean, they were... They were massive. How do you? They were like five stories. Don't you think they were massive? I was worried because of the lines, the electrical lines. Yeah, it was amazing. So this is Patty Wilson. This is Patty Wilson. This was Patty's Playhouse. Can be. 850-656-0009. Thanks for listening. It's House Talk with a Happy Ending. Every time.